How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, updating our poll question today on Twitter, at 1080thefan, uh, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling. How would you describe the Blazers' trade deadline? Uh, 5% of you say very strong. Uh, Suk voted for that. <laughs> Meh, 61%, or epic fail, 34%. Uh, here's our Blazers insider, Jason Quick, to give us some perspective. Okay, so uh, Matisse Thibel, Cam Reddish, a bunch of seconds. I think there's a first in there. <laughs> yeah, there was a first in there. How, how do you feel about it? And you're forgetting Ke- Kevin Knox. Kevin yeah, Knox yeah. <laughs> and Archibroto, or whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Uh, this was an epic fail. This was uh, just a face plant, and I think in all my years of covering the Blazers, this has to be one of the most deflating trade trade deadlines I can remember. And it, it just begs the question of what are they doing? What is the plan? I thought that this was all about Lillard and getting him into the, you know, making the most of his window and uh, giving him a chance to win and honoring his commitment. Well, nothing they did today was about Damian Lillard and his window. They took a step back. They traded two of their more reliable defenders in Josh Hart and Gary Payton and, uh, you know, got these reclamation projects, essentially, uh, and, you know, if, if they had been listening to their coach throughout the last two months, they would hear that, hey, we're undersized. We're getting killed every night because we don't have size. We have two players over six foot eight. He would hear that, hey, I'm having to coach two teams, my experienced uh, starters and a group of babies, these rookies that I'm being forced to play. He needed experience. He needed size. He needed savvy. Got none of it. And so, you know, so much has been made. Everything, every every Blazer fan, they've got to help Dame. What are they doing to help Dame? We've got to take advantage of Dame's. Everything's about Dame. Well, I don't see how anyone can feel good about what they did for Damian Lillard today when you're looking at the Blazers. 
But I think it goes deeper than this. And I think this is where Blazer fans should get really concerned that, you know, okay, it's just a trading deadline. Sure, they'll have the offseason and all that. But look at the big picture here now. Look at the last year and the reaction of the players who have left Portland. Norman Powell and Robert Covington, you know, the video of them being traded to the Clippers, and when they arrived, they looked like they got let out of jail. They were ecstatic to join the Clippers. Josh Hart had an Instagram today singing about New York. He wasn't bummed to be leaving Portland. Larry Nance this week retweeted uh, the New Orleans Pelicans uh, kind of celebrating the one-year anniversary of acquiring C.J. McCollum and Larry Nance. He retweeted it and, and uh, directed it at C.J. McCollum and said, not a bad day, huh? Why are these players wanting to, are so happy to leave Portland? And that brings me to the next big question. Jeremy Grant. The Blazers have offered him an extension. He has not accepted it. He said he's going to wait till after the season uh, to analyze it and, and whether or not to accept it. He has until June 30th. But he told me directly that the number one priority for him in analyzing which team he chooses next is winning. Nothing about what the Blazers did today should give him confidence that they're about winning. And so just think about this. Joe Cronin lost his first free agent signing and Gary Payton after 15 games wanted to leave. Gary Payton was not happy here. He, he wanted to leave. So he lost him after 15 games. His next big move was trading for Jeremy Grant. And if he loses him after this, that is a big whiff and a big step back for this franchise. So uh, this, is, this was a step back, and, and this hurt today, I think, for the franchise. They needed to show Damian Lillard, and they needed to show Jeremy Grant that they were serious about winning and winning now. Okay, this is our Blazers insider, Jason Quick, here. So if we speculate, what I mean, what – where does your head go when you're trying to figure out why guys are happy to leave here? I think it's a combination of things. Uh, I think it's probably a lack of confidence in coaching. I think the organization has lost a lot of professionalism. I'm hearing reports of players who want to go to the PF and work out. And it's like a midnight rec session. Just, you know, balls thrown around. There's no rules. There's no uh, – it, it's no one No one needs clearance to go in there like before. Like, Olshay ran a really tight ship where everything was business-like, professional. You know, you can't have your homies uh, come in and, and run hoop at the, at the Blazers practice facility. He was there to get work done. Mm. Uh, so it's little things like that. There's just a level of professionalism that I think has uh, – left this organization. But I don't know. I, I can't put my finger exactly on why, I think, but that is a concerning element to kind of the culture breakdown that has happened. I think one thing, everyone loves to, to bag on Olshay. One thing he did was create a professional and winning culture. 
everything was about the players. Everything was professional. There were rules about how you worked out, you know, no jewelry. Uh, they were very time oriented. There's, I hear reports of all kinds of players, you know, being late, uh, you know, Keon Johnson, Shaden Sharp, uh, the tardiness is, is not being adhered to. So I don't know though, Isaac, to, to tell you why, you know, this is all broken down, but I, I think it's just become a, a snowball effect. Uh, and, you know, just in the big picture, they have to, they have to retain Grant. I think that was what they were building toward, you know, using him and Lillard as kind of the pillars of this next iteration of the Blazers. And I don't think they did a lot today to appease Dane or to convince Jeremy that they have a sensible path to the next echelon in the Western Conference, especially when everyone around them got markedly better. The Suns, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Mavericks, the Timberwolves, everyone got markedly better. Yeah, that's – I think you that last little bit there, all that is good info, stuff you're hearing, and you know it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it all means. But that last thing, my God, man, every team in the West, not to say it's all worked out for all of them, of course it doesn't, but I think fans just want the team to take a big swing for Damian Lillard. You know, they he he they owe it to him. He's been here eight years, and every, we went through it earlier in the show. Every team in the West has flipped their roster at least He's once. Been here eleven years. Well, I'm sorry, we were talking about the eight years since after Lamarcus. After Lamarcus. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, so really, yeah. the Lillard era, where it's like, okay, now we yeah. need to build on this. You're and, the man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're the man, and let's put something around you. They have done nothing. Like the biggest deal was maybe trading CJ, and. Every other team, so so all the excuses of, well, it's small market or this or that, none of it applies because every single team in the West, short of maybe one or two, like the Warriors are unique or whatever, they've all flipped the script. So how do you explain <clears throat> why this team just cannot, whether it works out or not, just can't make a splash and hasn't for 10 years? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think they were really hampered by... Olshay's commitment to C.J. McCollum. I I think that was his biggest mistake was he paid C.J. McCollum to be a maximum player, and C.J. never matured to that level. C.J. was a very good player, very good player, but never a max-level guy. So when you're paying two guys max-level money and one of them's not living up to that, that really hurts you. And then it magnifies even more when you hold on to him and are kind of enamored with him and don't see it. I think Neil had a blind spot with, blind spot with CJ and uh, needed to realize earlier that, okay, I need to cut bait and go a different uh, route. But he, he was very stubborn in that those two could work. They were one of the best backcourts in the NBA. Why would I change that? Uh, they're both high-character guys. They built our culture. I'm going to stick with it. Well, I, I think sometimes the, big, the hardest decisions are to uh, part ways with the guys who are part of your core and who have become a part of your family. You know, the DeMar DeRozan type trade, 
you know, that hurt the Raptors a lot emotionally, but they were savvy enough to realize it that, okay, DeMar and Kyle Lowry are not working. We need to make make a tough decision and trade him and get Kawhi. And next thing you know, they have a, they have a championship. So same thing with the, with the Warriors years ago, you know, Monte Ellis was part of their new iteration and kind of the, their billboard guy, but they decided that we need to part ways with you and, and go a different direction. So that's probably the hardest thing. And I think right now we're looking at that with the Blazers, you know, Anthony Simons, are they maybe too in love with him? I don't know. Uh, Dame Lillard, you know, I have argued that, the way they broke it up last year, you know, as an organization, I think it would have been smart for them to look and see what they could have gotten for Dame and see if that would be an easier path to get to a championship level rather than building around him. Yeah, it's that idea of hitting the reset button. He's just such a unique case because outside of Bradley Beal, there's not another player that would have stayed in this sort of situation. So you get into that weird, does loyalty get in the way of business? Yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know, that, and that's the thing. It's like they've made that decision with Dane that, okay, we're going to honor you and we're going to go, uh, we're going to, you know, try to do it for you. But nothing about today kind of backs that direction up. So you have to ask, well, what are you doing then? Yeah, it's kicking the can down the road, and you know it's the whole we'll exactly. swing, we'll swing big in the off season. But I, I, I hadn't really thought about that. But you, know, you can swing big in the off season, but my God, if you lose Jeremy Grant, you know, and you take another swing, you're you're kind of doing the same thing. Kevin Knox, though. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Knox. I, does this essentially? I mean, does this essentially run the? I mean, not you're not trying to tank, but this kind of runs up the white flag on the season, does it not? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, Chauncey today, and another thing, like, Chauncey is one of the most, most like, uh, upbeat and eloquent coaches in the league right now. And today, he was defeated. He, he, he was, he couldn't hide his disappointment. Yeah. And, you know, he's saying, yeah, no, we're going to try to win every game. And, you know, I asked him point <laughs> blank, did you guys get better today? And he's like, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. He said it three straight times. And that's, you know, usually you get um, trade deadline. Yes, we killed it today. We hit our targets. We, you know, you get that whole spin and they couldn't even try to spin it today. So uh, I, I was going to say real quick, you know, that one, well, there's two positives I think Blazer fans can kind of cling to out of this. One is that Lillard has played at such a high level this year that, I think it's extended that window. You know, I think going into this season, coming off the surgery, he's 32. You're wondering how many years does he have left? And you're probably thinking two or three where he's an elite player. I think he could probably, judging from his play this year, say maybe three or four now. I, I think I think he has been so good and so dominant. It, it's arguably his best season, I think. He, he has really been good. Uh, are exceptional, I, I should say. And so I think that extends the window a little bit. It takes some of the pressure to hit a home run absolutely right now or absolutely this summer. Still, though, I think you should t- be taking steps forward and not steps back and trying to hit a home run with a you know, reclamation project like Cam Reddish. 
was the, uh, other, and two, yeah, the second one yeah. is if they don't make the playoffs, they retain their first round pick. They won't have to give it up to Chicago as a result of the uh, Larry Nance trade. So then they'll have two first round picks. So you're, you're getting, you have some assets there and some things to work with in the summer, be it picking a good guy or package him and, and, you know, trying to get a more proven veteran in a trade. So that's uh, some positive, but again, that's not, not the type of uh, wins you want in this type of situation. I think you want a little bit more tangible uh, stuff that helps this team now win. All right. Well, second round picks though. Five of them, baby. <laughs> Let's go. I get ex- probably a Gilbert Arenas in there somewhere, right? You get enough of them, you're going to hit. Yeah, right. Draymond Green, Manu, right? Yeah. You just hit on all those yeah, guys. Manu, he's if, in you, there. if you pick all three of those in the next couple drafts, you've got something cooking. All five. Well, I'm just saying, get three of the five. Oh, those yeah, guys. Those three yeah, yeah. guys. You just yeah. find the next each one of those, and that's and, where it's at. Second round. Fine. Second round's where it's at. Well, that's nobody knows. It's that. all the rate. If you can't get KD at the trade right. deadline, everyone else is just getting five picks. Well, Mr. Quick, I I uh, I feel like it all starts at the top, and I think that you know I've said this a million times, and it's not just true about the NBA; it's true of all sports. You have to have an owner that is not only has deep pockets, but he wants to win, or he or she wants to win. And Paul Allen was that. And I just feel like if I can parallel some things since he died and Jody taken over, who isn't passionate about winning, she might say she is, but come on, she was, Paul was the fan. The culture has just slowly eroded. That, that would be the only thing that I can <clears throat> put my finger on here is that since Paul's death, it's just gone a little bit south and then a little bit more south, and a little bit more south, and and you know, and you have a superstar that covers up some of the boo-boos, yeah. but it not enough yeah. to. That's right. And then you had a big regime change, and they did not do a major GM search, right? No. They just stayed in house. They did so not they... interview. They did not interview any candidate. Right, and you, you know, based on what you were saying, listening to you talk, and thinking it through, you know, Olshay was at least a competent general manager. Uh, Boy, it, eight, eight straight playoffs looks awfully good right now. Yeah, compared to compared this, to right? What we're watching. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, you look around the league. It really does seem like if you want to win, and Paul Allen knew this because Paul Allen would he would go through GMs, and when he had found a GM that he did not like, like Rich Joe, he chopped his ass yeah. instantly. Yeah. That is a huge hire, and the fact that they didn't put much time and effort into that tells you maybe all you need to know. So maybe it maybe it's an ownership yeah. thing. Maybe we just hope for a sale. Yeah. All right. Is they, are they going to sell? That's what I was asking. I don't know. I, I really don't know on that. And I'm and I'm torn. I mean, I don't know what more Jody has to do. I, I don't think she's probably as savvy as Paul was, just because Paul was so involved in the minutia and the details of everything, you know, draft related and <clears throat> trade related. But Jody's. On hand, I mean, she attends every game. She greets the players as they come off the court, you know, in the locker room. She's opened her pocketbook. So I, I have a hard time, like, really piling on her that she's an awful owner. I, I don't know everything that she does. I don't know, you know, I, I, I have a sense that she gives autonomy to, to Joe, but I, I do think that Burt Cold is involved in a lot of things and, um, you know, I don't know if we ever get the real full story of how how much his fingerprints are and everything. 
Um, and maybe if he is, that's, that's one area where she could probably exert her power and say, Hey, just let my basketball guys do their work. But I haven't got any huge indication um, that he's meddling too hard. I know he's involved in everything, but I don't know that it's to a detrimental level. All right. Well, thanks for the update, and um, we'll talk to you next week. No, you won't. It'll be All-Star Week, and I'm oh. going to be on a beach in Hawaii. Where are you going? I'm going – I always go to uh, a place on in Kona on, on the Big Island. Nice. All right. Well, get a little tan for us. Well-deserved. Yeah. If I, know, if I know anything about you, you'll come back super tan. You like the sun, don't you? I do. Dark, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right, boys. Love we'll your hot you, body. Huh? See ya. That's Jason Quick. <laughs> see you, <ya>, Larry. <laughs> Love your body, Larry. That's Jason Quick, our Trailblazers insider, with some uh, great news there for you, Blazer fans, right there. Yeah, it's a little, little bleak, and uh, you know, kick the can down the road. Off season, big name hunting. <laughs> <laughs> even you can laugh now. Look, we finally got even the Homer Souk to laugh. The Grant thing scares me a little bit. Well, it should. If you lose Jeremy Grant. That is that, that was the biggest thing I took that out of the that last, last 15 minutes. That's, that's devastating. Well, I had not noticed because I don't pay attention enough that a lot of the guys that are getting dealt are happy about getting dealt. Yeah. I didn't know the Josh Hart video and the who was the other one. Um, uh, what Hart did he GP say? didn't want to be. Well, here, Larry Nance celebrating Nance. it from a year ago. Nance. Yeah. Well, he said there were two. I thought there were well, two other. CJ and Nance were both. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I think Gary Trent and he uh, was that one of them. Yeah, he just the the very interesting. Yeah. That's not. And that's weird because you always heard about a good culture and Lillard being such a great leader. And I was a little surprised. That's where I go back to ownership. I was a little surprised too. I would think that that Lillard would be like the guy mm -hmm. that kind of sets the tone. And not necessarily. You know, yeah. But then also, it's funny. You know, you're like you're saying, well, Olshay set this great culture. Olshay got fired for for being awful to yeah. people. Yeah. Well, that. And so was it a great culture, or you know, he maybe he just ran a tighter ship that that didn't allow as much of this garbage to see, seep in yeah. because that is a problem. If you're going to the practice facility and there's all these guys, friends and family in there shooting around, like, come on, this is a professional operation. You're trying to win yeah. here. Keep it it down. sends that signal that, you know, this isn't about winning. It's a joke. Yeah. So it's that, that is alarming that guys are, are happy to be dealt out of here. Whatever, whatever happens, you find a way to keep Jeremy Grant. Cause if you don't, yes, I do think that is the final nail in the coffin. All right. We'll do the Jason quick post game show on the NBA trade deadline coming up next. I think we are one segment over. Am I right about that buck or is it uh yeah. So we've got buck with sports center. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5g home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.